Hi there, your host Janika here. Welcome to the Just You podcast. If you've arrived here, there's absolutely no coincidence. It means you're ready to take control of your life story and make the narrative yours. Let's get into it. Wow, this is the big O1. Welcome, guys. I'm pretty excited to kick this off with you all, and thanks for joining. Whether you're a friend or a family member or you found me, <laughs> I don't know how you would have found me because I'm pretty pretty hard to find, but I'm really excited to be in this beginning of a very big shift and new direction for me personally um, with my mission to help people not only identify their stories, um, but also learn how to share the stories and share them for the right medium that is going to work for them. So yeah, no, really, really excited to have this new platform to give you guys snippets of information and learn with you as well and have a couple guests on and just get chatting about storytelling and the power of stepping into your authentic truth and discovering what that is. So that's a mouthful. <laughs> um, I've always been in the service of this type of work coming from a career um, for the past I don't even know if it's been a decade yet. It's close probably in brand strategy and PR and marketing and that whole world. But I don't know, this time it feels different. It feels more raw and it's more me at my core. And so I want to share what I know and learn with you guys too. And we can all step into our authentic personal power together because that's that's been my journey. It's been about claiming my experience and showing up for myself and identifying time and time again what's wrong for me and what's right for me and how I discuss that with people. And so that's been my journey and I'm curious to learn what yours has been. I've just entered into my 30s and although I've always been a big risk taker, big dreamer, big picture kind of girl, um, it wasn't until the birth of my son really. It was before. I've always been spiritual um, but my birth of my son really shook me to my core. It was touch and go there for a bit. And I know they say that, you know, near-death experiences really make you stop and make you focus on your life and go, am I happy with my story? Am I happy where my life has gone? And at 29, like I had pretty much achieved my dreams. I was a homeowner, had a beautiful family, um, and I have a husband that I love more than anyone in the world. But there definitely was a calling that I couldn't ignore. And I also felt this really deep sense that I couldn't go back to the way life was or the way that I was living. And I felt really disconnected um, to who I was before, which was strange because I, have I had never experienced that before. I've definitely felt like there was a shift in, in me. And the right teachers seemed to align from out of nowhere <laughs> into my life and really forced me to evaluate some of the pieces that hide within a story for someone. So for me, the pieces that are hid within my story and I'll likely do an episode on that one, but essentially you, once you do work like that, you, you come through knowing how to align with your truth or identify what is your truth, align with it and then know how to follow it and follow your intuition and follow your guidance. And so that's where I am right now. 
And that's a big reason for this podcast. <laughs> Little did I know as well that my whole life, essentially in some way or another, I've been preparing and learning and working and helping others craft their stories in the background. And I didn't even really put two and two together until I did this work. But I've always had a calling for storytelling and helping people um, identify their stories. And even from a young age, my mum has this story that she tells as a joke, but it's not a joke and it wasn't a joke to me. <laughs> but um, I was little and I she'd been working hard and she was exhausted and she'd finally fallen asleep. And it's like the middle, middle of the night and I've gone in and I've woken her up and she's panicked thinking that something's wrong. And I'm like, hey, mom, mom, what's the meaning of life? And she was like, it's like midnight, girl. Get your ass to bed. We'll talk about this another time. And for the people that know us really well, you know that she said that in some other words. <laughs> Essentially, rack off, go back to sleep. And yeah, I've always been like that. Like really, I don't know, amused with meaning and purpose and following your intuition and like guidance, stories, storytelling, the importance of having the shot in life to do what you want to do, how you want to do and not waste a second of it. And I didn't know when I was younger where that came from. And I'm a little bit more aligned now, so I'm understanding. But yeah, I've been working through this my whole life. And if you're not a family member or a friend, thank you for tuning in. Uh, although I do believe you are likely drawn to me for a reason, I am really excited to workshop your authentic story and assist you in unlocking, unlocking your personal power and do some storytelling together. Okay, so the word storytelling sounds fluffy as hell. It kind of makes me... It's funny when I tell people that I want to work in storytelling and that I help people identify stories and brand stories. It's like, you do what? And it makes you kind of think of like a child's bedtime story. I don't know. For me, it does anyway. But the truth is that storytelling is freaking powerful and not just in business. It can't be underestimated. I read this statistic that people are 22% more likely to remember something when it's wrapped up in a story rather than, I don't know, say a fact or a point. And why is that? For me, I think that it's because stories are memorable. They change people. Um, you know, I can remember on my hand stories that people told me or that I came across that changed me. And that's a good episode idea as well. <laughs> um, but people will often forget the details and the statistics and what you wore and the stories that you share with them will resonate with them forever. But more importantly, I think the key is that it can resonate with you forever and it can really change your life if you let it for good or bad. <laughs> and as a brand strategist, I definitely have experienced helping people tell their stories, whether it's for a brand or an idea, or they've used their personal story to kind of filter in through their brand story. Sometimes that work involved helping people change the story that they've been telling themselves as well. And that was often some of my favorite types of work. Should have been a psychologist as well, but I just ran out of time and 
I kind of have to, well, I want to start doing this work now, but I did study psychology for two years and then we got to the maths and I ran. (laughs) Um, But again, that was a narrative that I was telling myself that I wasn't good at maths and who knows, maybe I would have been the best in the class. But yeah, like while the facts might not change about a story that someone's been telling themselves, their mindset mindset can shift and they can gain a whole new reflective perspective. So I don't know, an example of this is someone that has seen themselves as a victim their whole life. They've always had that victim mentality. This was done to me. I'm a victim. They can change their whole perspective and change the narrative to reflect that they're a survivor. You know, like I went through this and it was crap, but I got this out of this and I gained this and now I'm strong from this. And yeah, just changing the narrative It's all the same and the facts are the same, but it can just change mindset. And it's been showcased through data time and time again that changing your thoughts can really change your reality and it can empower people to create a future that's different in real time just by simply changing your thoughts. And that is just really fascinating to me and it's something that I'm learning more and more about. But not only that, like your story... I think what stops a lot of people is they're like, okay, got it. Like, yep, storytelling is really important and feeling a certain way about yourself is really important because it can shift your reality. Got it. Yep. Clear. But how do we share that story? Like I'm a crappy writer or I have no classical writing training. How am I going to share my story? And I like to answer that with just asking the person, well, what are you good at? And people are usually pretty hesitant to answer that question, which is a narrative that people tell themselves as well. But, um, you know, it'll eventually come out that, well, I'm really good at, you know, talking or giving speeches or people like to listen to me when I tell stories or I'm kick ass at taking photos um, or uh, I make art. I, I make beaded jewelry, whatever it is like. Telling your story can come across in so many different facets and different mediums. It doesn't just have to be writing it down or writing a book or sharing some sort of a blog post or something traditional like that. It can be, you know, creating your story and sharing your story through social media or doing it with art and design. It's just so many different ways. And yeah, that's also a really good episode that we'll cover as well. But yeah, I think... It's also worth noting that sharing your story doesn't have to be sharing it to the world. I think that's also another pitfall that people fall into of like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. Everybody's going to hear it. Everyone's going to know and I'm not ready for that. Or I need to do it in chunks and like slowly let it out, maybe test a couple people, see how the story goes down and then go from there. And I think it's really important to mention that sharing your story might be simply sharing it with one other person. Or writing it down to share it with yourself and like see it, see yourself in the mirror. You know, you might just be sharing it with one person or that could just be you. You could share it with your dog. I don't care. It's really therapeutic. So yeah, they're all things that we'll discuss. So before we even get into workshopping our power and our story, It's really important for me to bring you guys to base number one, that essence of what is the story that you are telling yourself now? 
What's the story that you think of when you think of yourself now? Why are you telling yourself that story and how does it affect your life? So that's base one for me. I really, really encourage you to start there. And so hear me out. (laughs) This step is often the most boring, like it really is. And it is the hardest sometimes for people, but it comes with great weight. So let me explain why by paraphrasing and reading off my laptop so that I don't screw it up. Someone who is a lot smarter than me has dedicated his life to studying this um, and studies in neuroscience and quantum physics and explains it really succinctly why it's so important to kind of sit with yourself and reflect on why, like consciously think of your unconscious thoughts is how he would put it. But yeah, forgive me, I am going to read some of this from my computer so that I don't butcher it. (laughs) And you'll learn why in a minute. So um, I'm going to throw a name out there and he almost deserves a round of applause. He's incredible. And it's Dr. Joe Dispenza. And if you don't know of this man, that's great. (laughs) I'm going to talk your ear off about him. All right, here we go. We're reading now. So he is a New York Times bestseller, a researcher of epigenetics, quantum physics and neuroscience. So, yeah, he's really freaking smart. And I had the opportunity to do a week long course on essentially the power of the mind and like restructuring the mind. And it came through in like almost... I want to say it, it like it comes off as looking like a meditation course, but it is so much more than that. And I'm just telling you, like it was life changing. I think I spoke about it for three weeks straight. I'd tell anyone that would listen about it. Like Dr. Joe says this, Dr. Joe says this. And they'd be like, who the hell is Dr. Joe? <laughs> and what are you talking about? So yeah, he has a few main principles backing his work. And what's really cool about him is that he takes a scientific approach to his information and he creates and collects I should say collects he collects real-time data and his whole thing is because he comes from a science background he felt like the only way to demystify these you know kind of airy-fairy woo-woo-y concepts that so many people I mean have been talking about for centuries but with science now it's really important that we have data that we can put behind you know information and create models of understanding that people can actually reason with and then they can wrap their brains around it intellectually so yeah ultimately it will help demystify the process and people can apply the tools to their life because otherwise you've just got a bunch of people saying like I meditate for an hour and it really helps me and my whole life has changed and for some people that's really challenging to get their heads around it's like well what and how and how do you know it's actually changed your brain how do you know that your health has improved so that's the coolest thing about dr joe is that he has real-time data and if you are interested check out his website do one of his courses read his book as well it's incredible but his whole premise and i'm gonna try to succinctly say this is that your personality creates your personal reality And your personality is made up of how you think, feel and act. So if you keep thinking the same way and feeling the same way and acting the same way, everything stays the same in your life because nothing changes until you change. So that's a mouthful. But it turns out that if you keep thinking the same way, feeling the same way and creating the same experiences, then your biology actually tends to become more rigid and they can prove this because it's firing and wiring the same circuits in your brain and ultimately 
your body just kind of switches into an autopilot. It's like when you do something the same over and over again and then your body just figures out how to do it without you thinking about it or doing much at all. The same thing kind of goes for your brain. Don't ask me, not a neuroscientist, but these people that are say this. So your biology, your neurochemistry, your genes, everything stays the same because you are the same. And at times of crisis and trauma, sometimes like you're forced to sit with it and really identify like, why is this like this? And why is my, you know, life turning out this way? Why am I sick? Why do I have a tumor? Like whatever it is. And you have to really craft a new story before it's too late. And he has real time examples. Like it's incredible um, of people who have done this work and people from medical backgrounds too, like doctors, physicians, God, I butchered that word, physicians, (laughs) Um, that really like have changed their life or completely healed themselves just from the power of their mind. And before we get too woo-woo-y on that, I won't go much further, but he essentially says that like in order for us to change, we have to become conscious of how we think, what our habits are, how we speak. And this is really hard to do. It was hard for me. It's going to be hard for you. We have to really look at our emotions and like how we live every day and say, well, this is happening. Cool. I'm identifying it. And this is actually, this kind of feels like guilt or this kind of feels like fear or unworthiness and it's not working for me anymore. But like what happens is life gets in the way. If you're too busy with your life, your phone, your kids, you know, your environment, it can really distract you from doing this work. And it's like very privileged to be able to do this work. So ultimately that is a part of what his workshops are. It's identifying the story that you're telling yourself and then really breaking down the what is it, why is it, and how to structure it moving forward. It was a reminder that, for me anyway, it was a reminder and a kick in the face of like, you are creating your life, like you are creating your reality. And I needed to hear that at that time. And so, yeah, to sum it up, like your personality is creating your personal reality. And so to change your personal reality, you got to change your personality. And this is like one of those things that people get really hung up on because they identify so deeply with their personality. It's like, but I am this way. I could never meditate because I don't, I can't sit still. I've never been able to sit still. And as I do more research into it, it's like, it really is just something that you are telling yourself, a narrative that you are creating about yourself And you're just leaning into it heavy and not really listening or trying something new. And one of the core principles of Joe's work, Dr. Joe's work, is this concept of change and shifting that narrative, which is hard to do, but it's simply sitting with yourself long enough so that you can become familiar with your unconscious thoughts and then consciously change them. And that is meditation sitting long enough with those emotions and overcoming the body. I like it. He kind of explains the body as like an animal. So it's like your mind is in control. Well, it's not all the time, but it needs to be. And you need to settle your body back down, settle the animal down. When you're in meditation and it starts wandering, like use your mind to be like, okay, I know you're hungry or I know you body are saying that my tailbone hurts or my foot's going to sleep, but I'm in charge here. And we need to do this. Did I lose anyone there? (laughs) 
For anyone else that's like, yep, okay, got it, Janika. I highly recommend that you read his best-selling book, look into his classes. It changed my life. And for the people who just want the skitty, this is what I recommend you do to start workshopping your story. Okay, starting with number one, get it down on paper, (laughs) all of it. It Sounds simple enough, but map your whole life out in whatever format works best for you. Like you could use a timeline. It's probably what I would use. Um, You might prefer like free writing in a journal. Uh, You could do it as a narrative, like tell it from another, you know, point of view, looking at your life, whatever gets your juices going (laughs) and get as much as you can onto that paper. Just dump every thought, feeling, every act, every pivotal pivotal moment, every achievement, every hardship, um, even like those moments when someone told you something and you still remember it and still hold on to it, like write those things down and it, it may be positive and it may be negative, write it down, just dump it all onto paper and you don't have to share it with anyone. Don't worry about it being perfectly crafted. It's simply an exercise to get everything out of your head and onto the paper. And I obviously this is obvious, but you don't have to do it on paper. You can do it on the computer. Although I, I find that free writing with your hand is pretty efficient, but whatever suits you, whichever medium you'd like to use. And then from there, number two, um, you're going to identify trends. So get a highlighter out, stickers, whatever's your jam and start mapping out any collective experiences or thoughts that you've been experiencing. Um, So anytime you notice that there's been trends, declines, increases, treat it almost like data. Uh, I want you to really sit into the beautifulness of your life, whether it be beautiful or beautiful mess, whatever, and evaluate it from like a data-driven mindset. Just really look at it to see, you know, has there been any things that keep popping up in my life? Any lessons that I keep having to learn? Anything that, any type of person that I keep meeting? Like whatever it is, just have a look at some trends. And then once you've identified those trends and you've got everything out, number three is just to sit. And I need you to sit with yourself for a week. Take time to hear yourself and receive. Uh, Eliminate your distractions for 20 minutes a day um, for a week. Turn off your phone. Just sit with yourself uh, for a long time. And just literally, like I said, settle the animal, settle the body. You don't have to close your eyes. Like if you're not a meditator, that's, that's cool too. Just sit, even if it's in nature, like whatever. And really think about those trends that you identified within your story and what they mean for you and your personal reality, what you've created with your personality, remember? Just get honest with yourself and yeah, like evaluate the trends, evaluate the story and really think about why do those things happen or how did those things happen and what your mindset might have been in those situations and Use what we've learned today to see if the narrative that you're telling yourself or the narrative that you share about your life has been modified by how you think, feel, act with your personality. So have a think about that. And that's that's tricky to do. But sit with yourself. That's number three. 
I was not someone who was ever going to do a week-long meditation course, but here we are and it's something that I've implemented every day, like I do it almost every day and it's not 20 minutes every day. It was for a little bit there, I could do an hour a day and that was at my peak, but I've now learned that meditation can really be like two minutes. I don't have much time to spare with my kids um, I'm busy in other words. So two minutes, like when you're brushing your teeth, I do it in the shower now, just really getting present and consciously looking at your unconscious thoughts and evaluating the narrative that you are telling yourself from that. So that is my tip. I recommend this for every storyteller out there. First step is identify the story that you tell yourself. Okay, new friends, this has been a brain dump. And I am so excited to continue crafting with you. Remember that you are more interesting than you think and your story is worth telling. Speak soon.